Kayla Bowen here, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. How's everyone doing today? The sun is out. It's 10.30 in the morning. It's so nice. I'm going to go for a walk after I'm done recording this because got to get back into walking. I uh, walked yesterday for about 40 minutes. I uh, got a little, a little bit of sun on my shoulders, Jeremy noticed when I came home from my job last night, and I'm like, well, it's not like it hurts, so, but yeah, I gotta make sure I put a little bit of sunscreen or sunscreen spray or something on me so I don't get burnt, but anyway, today I'm going to be discussing season four, episode 14, entitled Ouch, which aired on May 16th, 1988. In this episode, Punky is afraid to undergo an appendectomy, basically she's got to have her appendix out. And this is clearly just a a routine operation. I mean, I don't think every single person has to have their appendix out at one time or another. I mean, there are people out there that don't even have to have their wisdom teeth out. Uh, You know, I had mine out when I, the first set, um, the bottom ones, I think I had those out when I was 19. And then when I was like 23 or 24. I had the upper ones out so even though I mean Punky's not losing her wisdom teeth but um the only major surgery I could say that I had that I can barely remember was when um I had to have tubes put in my ears because I had gotten a lot of ear infections I think that had to have been like when I was maybe four because I remember it enough that the doctor had mentioned he said you know, because they were going to put me under. And he said, what flavor anesthetic do you want? Do you like root beer or something like that? Or grape or whatever. And I think I said root beer. And I remember I had uh, my Scooby-Doo stuffed dog. And I had brought it with me. And I noticed like some uh, nurses or something were wrapping gauze around Scooby's head to make me feel better. I remember because I was laying flat on the table and it's like... My eyes were kind of, like, going back, like, looking behind me and everything. Oh, okay. So, they did a real good job to make me feel better, so. Alright, let's waste no time getting into this episode. So, the episode opens in Punky's bedroom, and it looks like she's packing a suitcase. So, is she going just upstairs? She's packing quite a bit of stuff, so I'm not sure. Oh, okay, so they must be going on a on a trip somewhere, because Brandon barks, and Punky's like, don't worry, Brandon, I won't forget to bring your nose plugs. <laughs> nose plugs on a dog. But Brandon is decked out in a swimming cap and some goggles. He's got his water skis. He's got his swim trunks on. They got swim trunks on Brandon. Wild. This is just wild. I love it. So it turns out they're going to Lake Geneva for vacay for two weeks. No wonder she's packing a suitcase. That's quite a long time. So I'm guessing, is Lake Geneva an actual real lake or fictional? I want to look that up. All right, I did look it up. It looks like it's around Wisconsin, so... So Jerry is ecstatic. She's like, swimming, tanning, boys. Oh, boys. Because she's 12 now. She's she's preteen. She's a boy crazy girl. What can you do? <laughs> I want to play this clip. 
your nose plugs. <laughs> this is going to be our best vacation ever. Yeah, two weeks at Lake Geneva. Swimming, sunning, boys. Can't you just see us down at the lake ordering sodas and lounging with the babes? <laughs> Punky is excited, excited for watching the babes, the boys, and they're like a little worried. They don't want Henry and Betty cramping their style, you know. And Punky's like, you know what? I mean, at their age, they're not gonna want to be out in the sun and everything like that. And that's when Cherry mentions her grandma got a bikini, a bikini, at fifty some years old. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not shaming the the older folk. If they want to get a bikini, that's wonderful. Uh, it's <laughs> her uh, Betty's bikini is leopard print. Leopard print sequins. I think that would be a cool looking bikini. Granted, I mostly ever only wore one pieces. And I think when I was 21, 22, I finally did get a, um, a two-piece, but then I started to put on weight, and I'm like, well, I can't wear this anymore, okay. And I just went back to, I did, uh, get one of those tankinis, which is basically, you know, the bottoms, and then you have, like, the top, but it's got, like, the, um, extra fabric on it and stuff to pull down over your stomach. Then finally, like, you know what, I'm just going back to a one-piece. I really don't, we don't go swimming really that much. Um, we live, like, a mile or so away from Lake Michigan, and we usually will make a yearly excursion to the beach. Um... I don't get in the water anymore, really. I'm not, but anyway. Um, I just made reservations for Jeremy's and my uh, anniversary 
do go to the Oasis hot tubs. Um, when we lived in Grand Rapids, we did that like probably once a year or something like that for, you know, anniversary when we were dating. And it's just, it's been 11 years. It's like, I want to go. I want to go and do this. It's been too long. See, hot tub, that's fine. I mean, the water's clear. I can go in it. I just, I don't know. It just, it like, makes me nervous. It's murky. You see stuff floating around in it. Blah. Jeremy, have at it. Because Jeremy will go in the water. <laughs> I didn't have any problems with this growing up as a kid. I didn't care. But now that I'm older, and there's just so much stuff in the water and the lakes and everything, it just really makes me hesitant. So... Punky is popping some Tums, which I don't think there's an age restriction on that. You know, her stomach's been bothering her for two days now. And even Cherry's like, two days is quite a bit for having a stomach ache. And um, she's like, you should tell your dad. And Punky's like, no, it took me two months to convince Henry to open his wallet for this vacation. I'm not saying anything and she tells cherry like your grandma's a nurse why don't you kind of ask her some non-specific tummy trouble questions without letting on that you know the per the tummy in question that way she won't get suspicious see even i mean that is if she's really having issues with her stomach, she should get that looked at. That trip can be postponed. And the way that Punky has got her hand pressed against the lower half of her stomach is like, yeah, that's clearly... Yeah, that's an appendix. I've seen enough appendix-related episodes of TV shows where that's usually where the hand goes when the, having the stomach issues and the pain. So in the living room, Henry and Betty are there. They have so much stuff. It's probably a lot of the kids' stuff, though, because they have so many different floaties. So let's see. we got an umbrella. we got some beach chairs. we got... Uh, inflatable beach ball. We got a large turtle, um, swim pool thing that you lay in. <laughs> uh, just a, a lot, a lot of stuff. Uh, and Henry is just like, there's no way we're fitting all of this stuff in the car. There's just no way. And Betty's like, well, I just packed the essentials. This is the essentials? But all that, a lot of the inflatable pool stuff, that's a, that's got to be the girls' stuff. They're not going to, Betty and, and Henry aren't going to be playing with that. But I see Betty's got tucked under her arm what looks like something that would be for a toddler to play with. It's a little frog inflatable pool toy. So Henry mentions that, oh, I heard about your leopard skin uh, bikini. Like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, Henry is really trying hard not to laugh. He's, like, biting his, closing his lips together really tight. And he's just like, <laughs> I'm trying hard not to laugh. Oh, they also have, uh, you know, a lot of suitcases and stuff like that. Henry should have rented, like, a van or something to haul all that stuff in. Unless he's got a, what, a station wagon type vehicle? 
So, Cherry comes out and wants to just ask some general tummy-tummy questions. And it's like, Punky's coming out. She's still got her hand at her stomach. She's going to get, that's going to give that away very quickly. So, they really can't stay anonymous for too long. But I want to play this clip. question regarding an anonymous person about their having issues have been having stomach issues for the last two two days Betty pretty much says it could be any number of issues but something as serious as that if it's been going on for a couple days that person needs to have that checked so Henry comes back to get more stuff and he makes a joke about oh I have a great way to get all this stuff in there oh, we just have to strap you to the roof e no 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 so, Cherry's laughing about it, and Punky starts to laugh, but that's when now she's starting to really clutch her side. And Henry is not even noticed this. So, now it's nighttime, and Punky is coming out into the uh, living room. Brandon's actually hanging out on his uh, little uh, bed area, I guess, cushion. And, which is weird, because normally he's, you know, in his doghouse when she's in her room. So, yeah. And she is really clutching her stomach. Like, she is almost bowled over in pain. So, Henry comes out of the kitchen, and he's surprised to see Punky still up. Okay. 
bitch. Um, so Henry sees her clutching her side, and she keeps playing it off like it's no big deal, and she's just really, and he's like, no, you, I'm going to call Dr. Evans, we're going to get this trained out. Apparently Dr. Evans has a side job as a realtor or a person who forecloses on houses, because he's at an investment seminar or something, he'll be there for the week. And while he's on the phone, he sees Punky is near collapsing on the floor. So he hangs up the phone. He's like, I'm taking you to the emergency room. As he kind of pulls her up on the couch. just And poor Punky is like, she is near in, in tears. It, the pain is that great. So now we're going to the hospital, the emergency room. Punky and her 
room in the emergency room, and Betty and Cherry come in. Betty says the doctor would like to speak to you, Henry, about Punky. Punky, of course, is ready to jump out of the bed and go with him. Like, I'll come in. He's like, no, 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 no. You stay here, okay? You stay here. And Betty's like, you know what? Cherry's going to keep you company. And Cherry, of course, is like, oh, what's this? Uh, what's this here? She's got the, the thing that, like, puts the, uh, the top part up on the bed. You know, readjusts it and everything. So if you want, you know, to have the bed raised and everything. And, of course, so she hits a button and the bed goes zoop, way up. And then Cherry hits another button, which you hear in the clip, and that brings the foot end up, and Punky practically looks, like, squished in half. And it's like, this girl is already in enough pain! Let's not break her any more than she already is! So, um, and Cherry, before that, asks, you know, how Punky's doing. She's not doing so well. Punky admits, you know, she hates hospitals. I'm thinking... Yeah, remember last time she was even in a hospital was when Henry was in that situation. Remember it? In the Changes Season 2 five-part episode? Yeah, they had to go through all of that. Now, Punky's the one that's in the hospital bed. Oh. And Punky is really, she doesn't want to have an operation. She's more worried about the trip, hoping she'll be able to go and everything. And she's like, I really don't want to have an operation. And Henry and Betty come back. Henry does break the news. You have a pen, uh, the doctor says you have a, a bleh, I cannot talk, appendicitis. And you're going to have to have your appendix out. And Punky just bursts into tears. She's like, I don't want to have an operation. And everything, and, and and Henry's like, sweetie, we don't have a choice. And Betty pretty much is trying to say this operation. She's making it as easy-peasy as possible. Like, they're just going to take it out. They're going to remove the appendix, stitch you up. You're going to be good as new. Granted, she will have to probably have, what, some time to recover? Probably a week or two? Because that's still surgery. They're still cutting you open and removing something and stitching you back up. I mean, sweetie, the beach is still going to be there. I mean, this has got to be, what, summer vacay? The beach is still going to be there. They still will have time. I don't know if they got a hotel room that they'd be able to get their deposit back on. Or just, like, maybe change the date or something for a later time. But she's just, she's so scared. It's like she's never had an operation before. I mean, that can be a very scary thing for a child. You know, and she's probably worried, you know, what if something goes wrong during it? Or, or you know, they put you under and everything. And Henry just, you know, he feels like, sweetie, there is nothing that we can do. You have to have this out. And I was breaking down seeing Henry. I don't think I've ever really seen Soleil. I mean, there have been moments where she's, you know, cried when she heard she had to go to Fenster Hall. But this is something entirely different. She's older. This is something that's directly affecting her body. And everything, and it just, oh my goodness. I remember when, uh, one of the times when my mom was in the hospital, you know, dealing with the complications from lupus, and I was probably about, 
I had to have been about seven or eight. And I remember she was in the hospital bed, and curious seven or eight-year-old me was like, oh, what's this button here on the on the footboard do, and I'm pressing it, and it's, like, screwing up. I think I ended up breaking the bed that my mom was laying in, and they had to either move her to another room or get another bed in there. Oh, my goodness. Curious kids. Like, oh, what's this button do? What's that do? What's that do? So, in the next scene, Henry is sleeping as Punky is kind of watching. She's going to make a getaway. She's going to get out of there. Why are the doctors waiting to operate? Just get in there and do it. Oh, we see the waiting room is really cute. It's got Crayola crayons on the walls. There's orange, yellow, green, red. Um, There's also a slide with a teddy bear and one of those um, little tykes, little cars in there. It's really cute. There's a woman that's holding a toddler, and she's got, like, a little Kermit the Frog puppet as she's kind of, you know, entertaining her little baby. Oh, I like the Dr. Pepper reference. Dr. Pepper, you're needed in the cafeteria. <laughs> All right, so now the doctor is, the, the nurse is coming in. So apparently 
this is overnight. She's going to be having surgery later that day. And Henry's been sleeping in the chair, so of course his legs are going to be totally asleep because he's been sleeping in one position. And so the nurse comes in, kind of checks on Punky, and Henry gets up, and she kind of flirts with him a little bit. It's really, really cute. He's like, hey, can I get a younger body? And she's like, oh, well, we do have a waiting list for that. Betty comes in and invites Henry, like, hey, you look like you probably could use something to eat. Because she actually does work at that hospital. So that way he's like, oh, can I get your discount? And she's like, yeah, but you got to wear this uh, nurse's cap on your head. He's like, mm, no. <laughs> so the doctor does come in and he does kind of sit down with Punky. Because he's there with Punky by himself nobody else is in the room and I just I don't think would that be allowed I don't think that would be allowed she is underage you would have to have a parent or guardian there regardless of whether because he's pretty much telling her that your appendix is inflamed it has to come out and everything like that and he's like hey do you want to see my credentials and she's like, no, no, that's all right. Um, and I like how the doctor does kind of make little jokes, like when Henry was there. It's like, we do try to keep things a little light here, you know, being this is the children's ward and everything like that. So I like that he kind of explains it straightforward to Punky. You know, he's not really so much talking down to her. He's not being extremely descriptive about how they're going to go in and remove it and everything like that because, you know, she's, you know, 11 or 12. So, um, I still say an adult would have to be there while this is going on. There's been too many things out there that, with doctors being around young girls and stuff like that. I'm not saying all doctors. I'm saying... Things happen behind closed doors when there is not an, another adult around. So, yeah, especially nowadays. Oh, you would have to have a parent there if the child is underage, regardless. But the doctor says, we're going to get you ready to go for the surgery in about a few hours. So she's still... They must have her on some type of painkillers, because she was in a lot of pain the night before, so she's going to be on something that's kind of keeping the pain at bay. Um, so the doctor leaves, and he kind of bumps into Cherry and Margo, who are dressed like candy stripers, and they have this giant laundry bin, so they come in with Punky, or they come in to see Punky, and they get a little surprise for her, so I'm going to play that clip. Belong to who? 
Margo bring in this large laundry hamper cart and of course Brandon is inside and he's like ah! and he's dressed he's got like the doctor scrubs like on his head he's got like the the mask like on his mouth and it's so cute so Cherry admits like they had to kind of create a diversion so she went through the geriatric ward and took all the false teeth. So now those poor geriatrics are going to have to have cream of wheat until the false teeth are uh, found. And because when uh, Cherry holds up the jar of false teeth, it's clearly the kind that you see in a doctor's office. Or, a deni or no, a dentist office that has like uh, the fake teeth and stuff like that that aren't real. It's more like for demonstration. So Margot is no help. She tells a story of her cousin Millicent. She had the same operation. How she had a disgusting, ugly scar, and how she walked in, but they had to carry her out. Well, of course you're gonna be wheeled out in a wheelchair because. You had major surgery, and you're probably not going to be able to walk right away. You're going to need assistance. But the girls keep saying, like, oh, um, it was nice knowing you, and this and that. And it's just, it's just, it's, 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 they're doing more harm than good. They're freaking her out. She's about to go undergo major surgery, and you're mentioning things like death and and, and, and all these other bad things. Like, come on, guys, please. 
Please, Margo, you're not helping, which you normally don't help. You make situations worse. But the girls leave after they hear over the PA about the geriatrics uh, not having their dentures. So Punky tells Brandon, like, I really, I'm scared, Brandon. I really don't want to have this operation. She finally decides, you know what, that's it. I'm not having this operation. I'm busting out of here. She Climbs out of bed and has Brandon jump up in the bed and she places a sheet over him to make it look like it's her still in the bed as she decides to find a place to hide, which is a utility closet. So the nurse comes in and Brandon's just laying there on the bed and the nurse comes out, sees Henry and Betty says, she's like, Mr. Warnemont, your daughter is gone. Hey, there's a large TV up there in her room. Cool. Why wasn't she watching TV? Dear the nurse, does she even see that laundry hamper thing there? Oh, no. When she comes out, she's like, Mr. Warnemont, your daughter is gone. And they mean, they think she means gone like as in dead. And they're like, oh my god, no! And she's like, no, 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 not gone, gone. I mean, she's, like, missing. She's not here. There's a dog in the bed, she says. And that's when Betty and Henry race into the room, and they see Brandon there. Brandon, what's going on? Where's Punky? Come on, Brandon, speak up. Excuse me, folks, you're talking to a dog! This is no ordinary dog. This Henry boy... What's Punky up to? Mm-hmm. Just as I thought. She ran away because she's afraid of having the operation. I'm overworked! I'll notify security so they can stop looking for Punky right away. We have to find her. She couldn't have gotten far. Brandon, I know you promised to cover for Punky, but this is very serious. Lead me to it. Tell you 
working at this hospital long enough to have a little food. Would you like it if I was in the operating room with you? Sure, can you do that? Absolutely. It would be an honor to scrub up for you. And can you make sure everybody else scrubs up too? <laughs> if I have to spank every one of them. You ready? I guess so. Well, then let's go in and show them how it's done. I thought they already knew how it's done. Oh, they do, they do. That's just an expression. <laughs> Come on, Brandon. I think this is so funny with Brandon in the bed and Henry and Betty rush in there and they're like, where is she, boy? Brandon, where did Punky go? And the nurse is just looking at them like they're off their rocker, like, excuse me, but you're talking to a dog. And Henry's like, ma'am, this is no ordinary dog. She just looks at them, throws her hands up in exasperation. It's like, I'm overworked. <laughs> she runs out of the room. So, Henry goes to notify security, let them know to start searching the hospital for Punky. Betty goes one step further. She's like, Brandon, I know you know where Punky is. I know you think you're helping her, but she needs to have this operation. So, she says, Brandon, lead me to where Punky is. And we see Punky kind of wandering for a little bit. She finds a storage room, which actually is not locked. Which, it should be locked, because any child could just run in there and start, like, toying with, like, chemicals. Um, also, in the room, remember season two, The Gift, with Linda? Um, she was, like, the school kind of custodian, and she had that cart that had stickers on it and everything? That cart is in the storage room. I noticed that. So, it's almost like an Easter egg, kind of. So, yeah, that is Linda's cart. It's covered in stickers. It's got the yellow trash bag on the front of it. It's also got a dust mop and just stuff. It's like, oh, my gosh, that is her cart. Anyway, Punky's in the supply closet. She goes to hide behind, hide behind um, this... This rack of scrubs. And she screams... Comes out of the, you know, out from under the, the scrubs. She pulls them back, pushes them back, and there is a skeleton there. It's like, ah, you didn't have Dr. Davis, did you? She's freaked out. So, Punky just kind of sits, <clears throat> sits down on some blankets, and that's when Brandon barks at the storage room door, and Betty comes in. Punky right away is like, way to go, Brandon. You couldn't, mm. So, Betty kind of tells her, don't blame Brandon. He just wants what's best for you. We all do. You have to have this operation. And Punky tells her about um, Margot's cousin Millicent and how when they cut into her, all the air escaped. And Betty's like, sweetie, that, that no, Margot's wrong. That's not what happens. And then she suggests, would you feel more comfortable if I scrubbed up, if I were in this, the um, operating room with you, even though Punky's going to be out for all of it? And that does make Punky feel better. I like, you know, that Betty can, you know, be there for, you know, offer that support and everything. Because Punky really needs a friendly face to be in there, and even though Punky will be out for the surgery, just the fact of knowing, you know, as you're 
being put out that someone familiar is going to be there will make it that much more comfortable for you. Or reassuring, I'm sorry. Alright, Punky is out of the surgery. She's slowly uh, starting to come out. The anesthesia is starting to wear off, so she's starting to come too. And she probably is like, oh my gosh, you don't want to have the surgery. And I'm sure Henry's like, oh, it's too late. It's already happened. You're recovering now. eyes and she sees Henry, Betty, Cherry, and Margo there and she's like uh, either I survived or we all died together and Henry, uh, Betty's like not, not we're all here Every, everyone's fine and Punky says she does feel lighter after that surgery so it's like yeah it probably was called, causing like a little bulge or something in the side of her stomach so yeah you know, and she feels bad that she, you know, ruined the vacation, and Punky, or, Betty's like, sweetie, don't worry, as soon as you are ready to go, we will go on that vacation, and Henry is like, we ordered those flowers, where are they? They should be here, don't they have any decent candy stripers? Margo and Cherry open the door, and who is it? It's Brandon dressed in a candy striper's uniform! Oh, he looks so cute! He's pushing this cart filled with flowers. Oh, it was so adorable! Oh, I loved it. So I'm going to give this one a 5 out of 5 Brandon Tailwags for the episode rating. I loved... A lot of them are probably going to go to Brandon. Um, I loved Brandon in the beginning with the swim trunks on the water skis and everything was really cool. Um, I liked the girls coming in to cheer up Punky as the best they could. Um, I liked Betty talking to Punky, you know, about the surgery and everything. Just, you know, having that heart to heart with her was very good. Um... I like that nurse. I thought she was kind of funny. 
And the doctor, Dr. Evans, you know, kind of talking to Punky, just being calm and everything like that. And, of course, Brandon at the end, you know, when Cherry and Margo brought him in in the doctor scrubs, and then again in the candy stripers outfit. It was so adorable. Um, as far as for Punky's principles, um, just if you have a child going into surgery or if you... You know, just make them feel as comfortable and as safe as possible because their mind is probably really freaked out. If you're a kid going to have major surgery, just, it's okay, just, your mom and dad, your family is going to take care of you. They're not going to let anything bad happen to you. So just hold on to that thought and just take a special, you know, like a stuffed animal or something that really means a lot, you know, for... Just for, uh, for comfort and stuff like that. Um, other than that, that's, that's pretty much it. Let's talk about, uh, Thursday's episode. Alright, Thursday's episode, season 4, episode 15, entitled, No, No, We Won't Go, which aired on May 17th, 1988. When Margot's father buys the apartment building, Mrs. Johnson can't afford the rent increase he has proposed. Punky, Cherry, and Margo protest the rent increase by going to his office and chaining themselves to the desk. Wow. That's dedication right there, everybody. Alright, let's say hey to some Punky Power listeners. We got Reno, Nevada, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Mountain View, California, Clarksville, Tennessee, Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, Fredericton, Canada, Queenstown, Maryland, and Silver Spring, Maryland. Alright. Everyone have a wonderful Tuesday afternoon. I hope you have gorgeous weather, and I hope you have a good, safe day, whether you're at work or whether you're enjoying your summer vacay. Just have a great, wonderful day on me. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye, everybody.